0: It is November 27th, and welcome to Daily Dose. You know, we're about one month away from being done, and uh, honestly, that kind of blows my mind. Uh, That really kind of just blows my mind. Today, as we take a look at Scripture, it's important for us to remember exactly what scripture is for? Uh what scripture is intended to be used for. So if you have your Bible, open me to 2 Timothy chapter 3. Look with me in verse 15. It says, From childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which you are able to make w- you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture. Is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent and equipped for every good work. So these are just a few short verses, but there's so much in these verses that we need to unpack. We need to truly understand. First off, the point of scripture is that it is for us, it is given for us. You know, as we look at how God manipulated and moved this world, we talk about what is known as the two types of revelation of God. We have what is known as general revelation in the world around us. You can come to a knowledge of, of that there is an existence of a being by simply looking at nature and looking at science itself. You know, sometimes we pit science against God, but the reality is that the problem that scientists can't come to function with is that the answers point to God and they cannot rationalize that. When we look at nature, it should lead us to an identity of God, but it cannot save us because knowledge of God alone cannot. This is what leads us to special revelation, and that is what we get through God's word, through God's works, through God's word, through God's actions. And so God left us a love letter to show us, to draw us to his son Jesus so that we might come to salvation through his son Jesus. Paul continues to say that all scripture is breathed out. God breathed. You know, we get into a lot of fights over the word of God. And the question that comes up a lot is, is the word of God still trustable today? Well, you have to look at a whole lot of things. And you've heard me say that different translations have different sources and all of that. Here's the reality And I know that if you are, for example, if you're a KJV onlyist, if you uh, believe that the KJV is the only authorized word of God, you are going to disagree with me heavily. Uh, I believe that the majority of our translations that we have, KJV included, are accurate to the original text. And I know that because we have the original text and we can go back and we can see now I know the argument that immediately we make is, well, why is the KJV so different than, say, for example, the ESV, which I preach out of? And you would say, well, the, the, the ESV, the modern translations have gone and they've removed scripture. They've removed text. They've changed vital words. Uh, and the reality is that those words should have never been there to begin with. Um, we get into the simple fact of the matter is that the KJV was translated from the Latin Vulgate. The modern translations are translated from the original Hebrew and Greek texts, uh, or as original as we have right now from the fourth century. Uh, and so that is where it comes down to the KJV was translated to the best of what they had at the time. Uh, which was through the Latin Vulgate. And that is why there are so many different translations uh, today. We have the NIV, the ESV, the NLT. Uh, We have all of these different versions. And what you have to be careful of, be weary of, is where they get their source material from. Because there are some translations that I would not recommend. Uh, and you know, it's nothing against the translators. I hope, I hope it's nothing against the translators, but like, for example, the message, I will not use the message. I just cannot, I I know it's a paraphrase. I know it's supposed to be a very loose interpretation, but I think it changes the, it changes the integrity of the scripture. There's a certain thing where if you read the ESV and you read the KJV, they both say the same thing. Uh, They might say it in different words. They might have a different tone, but ultimately they say the exact same thing. Whereas the message and the KJV, for example, say something completely different. And when you take away from the meaning of the text, you lose its integrity. It, honestly, if you're looking for a great paraphrase, uh, I would recommend the NLT, the New Living Translation. That was the first translation that I read fully, uh, that I was able to fully understand the Bible. That that was a translation that God truly got a hold of me through. Uh, and going back, like I still use it in my personal study. If I'm ha- if I'm really having trouble understanding a concept, I will bring out the NLT and I'll try to see how did they interpret this, how did they get this. So God's word is for training. It's for correction. It's for uh, reproof. It's for teaching. We must understand God's word in order for that to happen. I know I kind of got off on a translating tangent. Uh, What I really meant to get out of this was that all scripture uh, is is breathed out by God. God's God's omnipresence, I think, has remained the the integrity of scripture throughout all these years. What I truly disagree with, with the KJV onlyist is, is that man can change anything about God. Uh, and this is just, I cannot see how a God would misstep that understanding. Uh, and so whatever translation, people always ask me, what's the best translation? And I tell them the same thing. The best translation is the one that you'll actually read. So whatever translation you can understand, the words of God, read that one. You can always refer back to other translations, but whatever one you actually understand, read that one. But just be sure to not lose the focus of Jesus in all of it. hope you have a fantastic day. I'll see you tomorrow.